All right, welcome back to Sporing the Way. Uh, we got four of us here today. Uh, my name is Matt Verano, joined by Trey, BJ, and Zay, which uh, all kind of rhyme, which is nice. Um, we have, uh, we're going into the final week, the regular season in the NFL. And we we kind of want to share our input. There's a lot of playoff implications um, this week, and we all have uh, our biased and unbiased uh, views on what's going to happen. So I think we have to start with the Steelers and Ravens. Their first game tomorrow. We get a special Saturday uh, slate. Uh, Steelers at Ravens. The Steelers uh, will need a little help, but uh, they can make the playoffs at nine and seven. How do you guys see that shaking out? I mean, from from my standpoint, I think Pittsburgh is still probably going to lose. I feel like Tyler Huntley actually or uh, Huntley plays great against the Steelers. I'm pretty sure he's beat him in his past. So it's pretty much backups against backups. So I think it's going to be a game of defense. And I think the Steelers are going to want it a little bit more than the Ravens are because the Ravens are still going to be resting some of their starters. Offense, defense, however you want to play it. So I think the Steelers are going to go into it having a chance. And we'll see what happens. But by all means, I am not confident about that at all. I do not trust Mason Rudolph whatsoever. <laughs> so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Steelers reluctantly, just based on the fact that they're resting starters. Nice. I do think the Steelers want it more, like you said, um, because even though even though playoff chances are looking a bit slim they're still trying to find things that work, especially post-Canada. Um, and, and I know Kenny Pickett isn't particularly happy about uh, at least temporarily losing his job. And, I mean, for what it's worth, Mason was throwing dimes last week um, here and there, you know. So I tend to agree. Um, but I think just to be devil's advocate, I'm going to say the Ravens still – manage to pull out a win because you never you, those division games are pretty ugly especially between those two teams so if it comes down to a matter of field position and whose kicker is better well then obviously we have to go with the goat and i don't think that's any question that it's jt um the steelers have at least in recent history uh a tendency to have some poor kickers so i'm i'm gonna take the Ravens somehow I don't want to say it's something like nine three, but you know what? That wouldn't surprise me. A score like that wouldn't surprise me between these two teams in particular. So, not at all. You got anything on it, Zay? Yeah, I think I think I'd be riding with Pittsburgh. I just think Mike Tomlin, the type of coaching that he's done over the last, I mean, seventeen years, he's really just found a way to get into the playoffs to kind of always be in contention and it you know it goes with John Harbaugh as well but I think that last week I would picture John Harbaugh kind of testing out new ways that he can find ways to win especially against a team like Pittsburgh but I think in the end that Pittsburgh's going in it 
trying to get a win. Whereas I think Baltimore might be going into it more of how can we set ourselves up for success moving into the playoffs? Yeah, for sure. And for sure. Not to, I, think, not, I don't want to, oh, sorry, but my, my fault, Matt, go ahead. No, you're good. I'm going to ride with the, the Ravens here. Uh, although, um, Zach brings up a good point on the steel. Mike Tomlin's Steelers never had a losing record. That'll continue this year. Um, but I don't know. I think Huntley is like a, a very adequate. He's a capable backup. I I know I picked them last year in the first round of the playoffs. Even with him starting, um, he didn't necessarily get it done. I think he has something to prove. And I think I just think Ravens at home divisional matchup. Aside the fact they're sitting probably like their superstars, I think. I don't know. They picked up Dalvin Cook. I think they'll they'll still win this game, and then the Steelers' playoffs hopes are gone. And I don't want to linger too long in this division, but I did want to ask. You know, to Zay's point, does a win? I mean, and whether or not they win or lose, it's a winning season. Is that enough to keep Tomlin out of the hot seat, or is like you know, is the the allure of that never had a losing season starting to wear off if it's not translating to deep playoff success, which they obviously haven't enjoyed for, I don't know, a little while now. Yeah, for a little while now. Even, you know, there was that one year where they jumped out to like a, what, they had like nine straight wins or something. They were 11 and, they were like 10 and one or whatever. And yeah, finished the season 11 and five or something like that. So, are there? Are you guys have any thoughts on like where does Tomlin's, you know, security land right now with what the Steelers are going through? Because it it might not be a quick fix, and even if they have winning seasons, you know, by a small slim margin the next couple of years, is that enough? I think the history would say that he would probably get fired sooner rather than later. But I think that Pittsburgh is one of those history rich cities. And it's a very fan-based organization, so I think it would depend on when does the love stop with the fans and when does it start become a, a complaint amongst the fans rather than maybe the organization. So I think, you know, looking at his record, despite there not being playoff success, I think it's just one of those football towns, kind of like Green Bay, where getting in the playoffs, yeah, it's not what you want, but getting there kind of keeps the coaches seat alive if they're playing well, especially with a team like Pittsburgh that is sort of quarterbackless. They're kind of in like quarterback limbo right now. So I think if they had a star quarterback or like how Green Bay has a Jordan Love and kind of that young, like maybe he's the guy, then it does become a question of how long can Mike Tomlin hold that seat? But because of the quarterback limbo that they're sort of in, I think right now they're in a, he is in a safe spot. Yeah, like, I agree. Yeah, I agree with say. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. And I think a deeper topic to get into on in a later episode is kind of the Mike Tomlin situation with Pittsburgh, how it's going with Kenny Pickett and everything like that. Because at the end of the day, what is it? Uh, nine wins for 15 straight years, 16 straight years, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So that's a better topic to get into coaching wise and yeah i mean like i said i think pittsburgh is going to pull it out but 
at the end of the day, who knows? When you have backup quarterbacks going against backup quarterbacks, I think, I think at this point in time, Pittsburgh is just going to want it more because they want the playoff spot. Baltimore already has their playoff spot locked in. So I guess with that being said, teams who don't have the division locked in, the AFC South. Yeah. So what? You got three nine and seven teams going at it. You got Tennessee going against Jacksonville. And then you got the Colts going against the Texans. So how do you guys think that situation is going to play out for the playoffs? I think that um, I know that this is biased, but um, not that I have ties to any team, but I I think the Texans deserve to win the division and be in the playoffs. I think the Jags are frauds. Um, I think that it's, it's going to be between um, – the Texans and the Colts. I don't think the Jags get the job done and, and the, the Titans spoil their uh, their invite into the playoffs. Uh, Mike Vrabel is a solid coach who's not going to leave anything. Um, like, he'll put it all on the field for Sunday. And I just am a big believer in C.J. Stroud and the the progress they've made this year. Um, but that being said, I think it'll be the winner of that game. It, the game is in uh, Indy, so I, I think one of those two teams get gets in, and hopefully it's the Texans, but I, I have no say in that. Man, and let me tell you, it warms my heart to have you feel so much confidence in my Titans. No problem. I want to play spoiler so bad and kick the Jaguars out because out of all the teams in the AFC South, I don't know why I hate the Jaguars the most for some reason, like in our early days, they always beat us. I can't remember who the quarterback was, but they always beat us in the most menial games didn't matter at all. And that grew my hatred for them. Like, at first I hated Peyton Manning so much in the Colts because it was Peyton Manning in the Colts. But somewhere it transferred to Jacksonville. And if Tennessee can go in there and pull out a dub, of course we're not making the playoffs. But I'm going to love that so much that we can kick the Jags out of the playoffs. And with your opinion, I want Houston to advance. I'm actually pulling for Houston. I'm a Stroud boy. I want to see him go in the playoffs his rookie year. I want to see him put up numbies. That's what I want. <laughs> so I'm going with Houston. Plus, it's a revenge game. Last year, the final regular season game was Jaguars-Titans for a ticket to the playoffs. Right. You guys lost that one. So there's some more um, spirit behind this one, I, I can only presume. And then Trey can – and share his thoughts on this. <laughs> yeah, and real quick before Trey goes, I don't know if you guys have heard, but Mike Vrabel does not like losing. I don't know if you guys have watched his press conference from the past week. Yeah, no, that was that was an awesome press conference. I didn't see it, but BJ told me about it, and I mean, I couldn't agree more. It seems like a really dumb question to ask a head coach of a football team, but we won't get into that, at least not right now. Um <laughs> As far as these scenarios go, um, 
first, I guess I'll tell it like it is. I'll tell it like how I see it happening. Um, and then I might add in how I kind of maybe want it to happen. Um, so first, honestly, I, I it's tough between as far as the Jags game and the, uh, the Titans game. Because um, I know Will Levis isn't playing and uh, Trevor Lawrence isn't playing. Who is the backup for Tennessee right now? Is it is it Malik? So, no, so the backup for Tennessee is going to be not... Tannehill. And, oh, and Lawrence is – he probably isn't going to play, but he keeps on Flesh telling the media his shoulder is feeling better day by day. Yeah, I mean, he needs to play if he's a gamer. Um, yeah, for sure. I don't know who their backup is. Uh, I, I don't know either, but, I mean, Figured. it's going to be a grind-out war either way with Tennessee. Every divisional game with Tennessee seems like it's like a – 12 to 6 kind of game. It's insane. Similar to like a AFC North kind of game. Um, yeah. So for all of it, I think the Jags still roll out with it. Uh, I, I tend to agree with Matt that I think they are frauds, at least right now, because I, I had much higher expectations for them this season. Um, so they are looking a bit fraudulent right now. Even T-Law is getting disrespected on Madden. He's like a 77 overall right now, which I thought was crazy. Um, but, but we're not here to talk about Madden ratings. Um, so I think the Jags pull it out, um, despite all the, the grit coming from uh, morale-boosted Titan squad, who's seen a really tough play from Will Levis over the last several weeks. Uh, I think the Jags will win, and I think the Texans win over the Colts. Um, now the Colts did beat them earlier this year, but CJ Stroud has gotten into a rhythm. Um, they're down Tank Dell, but that offense still has a spark. You know, and to, to BJ's point, I'm a Stroud boy too. Big believer in the guy. The guy's been phenomenal this season. Uh, I think both of them pull it out, which means the Texans would be the seven seed, I believe. Mm-hmm. I think that would instantly yeah, put them I, at the I, seven I, I because they have the. They have the win over Pittsburgh, so they beat Pittsburgh out for it. Um, and then, yeah, the Browns and the Bills or yeah. Dolphins would take that other seed. So the Texans yeah. would be at seven. As long as they win, the worst they can they'll make the playoffs. So worst they can be is seven. Um, but actually, no, no, no. I think that'll. I think that's how it'll go. Um, and I guess that actually aligns with how I want it to go because I want them to win. I want them to make the playoffs. I want to see CJ Stroud possibly make some noise in the playoffs in his rookie season. But I don't want to work another Texans game at yeah. home this season. Um, yeah, I don't want to work another game. And that's what would happen if DJ's boys would pull it out and scrap out a dub against Jacksonville, um, which is entirely possible. So. But yeah, I, I it, this season's been a toll. It's been great. It's been great energy in the stadium. It's been actually fun on game days. Um, but given everything that goes into um, setting up the the store for that game, particularly for that game, because with uh, the championship game for you know the college football playoffs being at NRG, we emptied those stores on Monday and Tuesday. We are now filling those stores with college football stuff for the next week. And if the Texans won the division, that means between Wednesday and Saturday, we would have to take all that stuff, put it back in those stores, and flip the whole stadium. 22 stores in four days, flip them. 
And that's a lot. For one college game. And then to take it all down, because at that point, there's no way they're having another home game. Um, Well, it's unlikely that they would have another home game um, in the second round. But, yeah, that's, you know, that's an inventory and all that. I I just don't want to do it, to be honest. And is that selfish of me? Yes, absolutely. Um, have I been suffering like these Texans fans out here for the last, I mean, almost, you can almost call it 23 years at this point or 21. But yeah, no, I, I would prefer a road, uh, a road journey for the Texans the whole way because I can't do it anymore. But I'm sorry. Uh, Zay, what do you, what do you think it plays out as in the AFC South before we switch gears? Um, I agree with Matt on the Tennessee Jacksonville. I just don't love Jacksonville. Um, the inconsistency in both the offense and the defense. Um, the one game that I watched this season was when they played the Bills. And I mean, they, I think everything played to their favor. You know, they went and they got there, I want to say two weeks early. So they had, you know, they avoided the jet lag, the jet lag, and they still barely came out and won that game. So I just really don't have a whole lot of faith. Um, in Jacksonville winning that last game, especially it being a pressure game to go and just win to get into the playoffs without Trevor Lawrence. I just don't see it happening. And then I think Mike Vrabel, you know, more so than Doug Peterson is going to have his team ready, especially in that specific situation. As for the Indy Houston, it's kind of the same idea where I just don't think Gardner Minshew can handle that type of pressure of being the guy in that last game to get over CJ Stroud. And so far Stroud has just played like beautifully. And so as D'Amico Ryans has done an amazing job as a coach, like to go into a scenario like Houston, where they were kind of regarded as probably the worst team in football last year and completely flip that team with primarily the same players and just bring in youth and kind of bring in a whole new energy. And all of a sudden it's a playoff team. I just, it's hard to bet against them in that situation. So right. with that being said, Trey, sorry, buddy, but I hope you work the next weekend or a couple, <laughs> whatever it is. Go Tennessee! Fair, fair enough. And, I mean, it's only so much of a worst-case scenario because, you know, I guess the bright side of it is I still make money. Um, but, yeah, yeah, that'll just, <laughs> I'll just have to uh, not I know, be lazy. Man, I know, I know. I was planning on sleeping for the three days after uh, the the championship game, man. I was I was planning on catching up on everything, but <laughs> we'll see how it plays out, and we'll be back here either way. Um, yeah. Uh, All right. Uh, so we have like two other divisions that uh, are pretty irrelevant in terms of teams getting in or not getting into the playoffs. The AFC West, the Chiefs are the only team. Um, that are going to be viable. Yep. And they, they have that three seed in the AFC locked up. Um, sure, people thought going into the season that this division would have been a lot more successful. Um, the bottom half of it, especially the Broncos and the Chargers. And then the NFC East as well. Um, both the Eagles and the Cowboys have uh, locked in a spot into the playoffs. It's just a matter of who uh, wins that division. So, Cowboys win it. The Cowboys win Sunday against the Commanders. They maintain that um, that second spot, and then if they happen to lose and the Eagles beat the Giants, I think. Uh, well, not I think the Eagles will will take that two spot, um, and I'm hoping the Giants can spoil their uh, that 
occurrence. But with that, I guess we'll move to the NFC West where Niners have the one seed locked up and then the Rams have the six seed locked up. The Seahawks, however, uh, right now are at the eighth ranking in the NFC. They all need some help uh, to get in. They play the Cardinals. Uh, I think they win that game. Geno Smith is back. Um, but what do you guys think? Do you think they're legit? Do you think that they – I know that last year in the playoffs they were the seven seed uh, with a tough matchup. I, th- I think this team has, like, really good talent, um, and they draft well. I just don't know if Geno Smith can do that um, in the playoffs. But first, what, what do you guys think? Do you think they they win and make it, or do you think uh, they lose and, and, and get spoiled? Yeah. So I guess my thought on it is, is kind of more so like what I want to happen. I want to see the Cardinals win, and it's not because I hate the Seahawks. It's just because when you come into the year and everybody says, you're going to be the bottom team, you're going to be absolutely horrible. And if you, I mean, granted, what, they only have four wins, but of those four wins, three of them are against playoff teams. I'm kind of just pulling for the Cardinals just for the sake of pulling for the Cardinals. And also, if Seattle gets into the playoffs, I don't really have any... It would be kind of like Pittsburgh getting into the playoffs for me. I don't really have any faith you're going to do anything in the playoffs. I just think, hey, cool, you made the playoffs. That's about it. So I want the Cardinals to win just to kind of set it to bed. But it wouldn't surprise me if the Seahawks win. But I'm definitely going to be pulling for the Cardinals in this one. So I... I don't have any attachment to the Cardinals or the Seahawks, I guess, for that matter. Um, and I think with the Seahawks having something riding on this, they're coming out full force. Um, and I mean, I don't like to, I don't like to assume that just because teams are out of it, like the Tex, uh, the t- Titans, that they're just not going to play for pride's sake. Like these are still grown adult; these are grown men getting a paycheck, going out to do a job. Um, so if those starters, and honestly, even if it's backups on the field, they're going to go out to play to win. No one's going out there to play and lose. So I think, you know, it's not a pushover game for Seattle. Division games rarely are as it, as it is. Um, but I think Seattle will still come out with it, which would be most unfortunate for my Saints. Um, and I know we're not, we're not there yet, but that would, that would end up keeping us out of it. Um, unless we can win the division, but yeah, I think I think Seattle will find themselves in the playoffs this year. I agree. I think Seattle goes to Arizona and kind of has their way with them. So far, Arizona hasn't won a division game yet this year, anyway. And you're having you know Pacific Northwest team in Seattle who is used to playing outside in one of the loudest stadiums, and now you're asking them to go down to where you know, warm Arizona inside. And they're going to play a team that really hasn't played that well outside of those four wins. So, I mean, I know they had a sneaky win against um, Philadelphia, but I think that they might just be running on the fumes of that game and that probably being a low against Seattle, especially because it, 
it's a game that actually means something. So I wouldn't be surprised to see Seattle go down there, have their way, and then kind of sneak their way into the playoffs. All right. Yeah, I, that, I think about that game. It's a tough one to call. I just know that prior to the season, I really thought the Seahawks were going to be building on the success of last season, not so much as they're pretty much exactly where they were uh, this time last year. So I don't know. Zay, you may have a good point there with running on fumes, just beating the Eagles. But, I mean, Kyler has a, a point to prove if if they're going to draft a quarterback. Uh, they have a high draft pick. They surprised some teams this year. Um, so implications on that. With that, we'll go to um, the NFC South where we have – uh, the Bucks currently in the four spot um, at eight and eight atop the division. And then both the Saints and Falcons having a chance to win uh, and, and get in uh, with help from a Packers loss. So um, as well as a Seahawks loss, I guess. And there we have the Bucks going to Carolina playing the god-awful Panthers. Um, so they don't have that spot locked up. They can they can lose. It's, it's a multi-pronged scenario. Uh, if they lose um, and the, the Falcons and Saints play each other, uh, one of them will, will win that division. So the way I see it is the Bucks like, please just win that game. I think you deserve to be in the playoffs. And then Saints Falcons, the Saints surprised that surprised me greatly last week, uh, to Trey's uh, pleasure, and the Falcons, I just don't know. Like I have no idea what that team is. Um, they they definitely need a quarterback. I don't know if the all three of those teams really. Baker's probably the best, um, at least in terms of performance this year. So, I'd say the Saints win that give them a chance at least to get a wild card and the Bucks win. What do you guys think? Yeah. So I'll just jump in and I'm going to kind of just dish it off the tray. I'll be very quick with mine. I think that the Bucks take care of business with the Panthers and I'm not going to give away anything for the next couple minutes of what we're going to talk about, but I don't think either of the teams that are playing in the other game are going to matter. Long story short. All right. So I'm actually going to change my NFC West pick now, too. Um, I mean, while I do feel like Seattle is going to be there, like they're going to handle business, I do need them to lose. So I'm with BJ. I'm in BJ's boat. Um, So then I can see my sorry Saints team come up short probably in the first round. Um, And, you know, maybe I'll make a habit of this betting against them because I bet against them last week. It's wrong. Um, so let's go, let's go two for two. Let's see if I can go two for two. So maybe I should bet against them this week. Um, Atlanta, Atlanta can be a bunch of frauds, but I will say they have had our number recently. Um, and yeah, the quarterback play for us. I mean, it's, we're right. Even it doesn't feel like we're eight and eight and watching the games. It doesn't feel, it doesn't look like we're eight and eight. Um, but I'll actually say we'll beat Atlanta, so I'm not going to pick against them. We're going to beat Atlanta. Seattle's going to lose to the Cardinals, and 
by some miracle, Bryce Young, I don't even know if he's going to play, actually. But by some miracle, uh, the Panthers are going to pull off an upset and the Saints are going to find themselves in the playoffs. Um, we're just going to go. We're going to go with that. We're going to predict some positivity here because um, that's all I have to go on, you know. So it's it's either way with these division matchups. The South is ugly from top to bottom. Um, to your point, Baker Mayfield's been playing lights out um, with the exception of, you know, last last week. But all that to say, the Saints are going to make the playoffs, and that's what we're going to hold on to. Hey, man, positivity is all you can hold on to. I mean, look at it. I'm wearing a Titans jersey, a Titans hat. We're eliminated. I yeah. just want to score a spoiler. That's all it's about, man. Fair enough. I think I would probably roll Tampa Bay. I just can't. I really can't see Carolina winning that game. Tampa Bay's roster. I mean, it was. I mean, we're what two years, three years removed from them winning the Super Bowl, and that that roster for the most part, you know, is still still the same roster. Especially some of those young guys are a little bit older. Tristan Wirfs, uh, Devin White, Vita Vea, like all those guys, and then Mike Evans is having probably the best year of his career. So yeah. which is with Baker Mayfield, which is just crazy to think. So I just I can't see Tampa Bay falling to Carolina in the last week. And then the Atlanta-New Orleans game is kind of a 50-50. It just depends on – I think it's more dependent on Atlanta. I think New Orleans has played pretty consistently, like, in the middle, and it's been very dependent on who they've played. And I just think Atlanta – if Atlanta comes out and they're using B. John Robinson and those, like, the young core that they have, then I think they could be a, a big threat. But I also think that New Orleans is just one of those kind of like savvy veteran teams that they just know how to get it done. So I think I'll roll with Atlanta just because I think the youth could get them at the end of the season. But I also wouldn't be surprised to see New Orleans kind of kind of tag that win just to get one more at the end of the season, led by Derek Carr. Yeah, it's it's a tough one to call. That that's probably. The most underwhelming yet even game there is this weekend, and then uh, the playoff implications just get complicated. Say if the Bucks do somehow lose, uh, which Trey is predicting, but uh, we have to move to. We'll stay with the NFC. Probably uh, a game that will. Um, dictate kind of all the scenarios that we previously have touched on which is the Packers and they take on the Bears at home so they win and they have the um they have that seven seed locked up if they win um historically the Packers dominate the Bears they open the season in Chicago dominated them uh Sparking some more. Where is Justin Fields? He's not the answer. But late in the season, very recently, he's really started to turn it up. I think the Bears have won the past three, three in a row. Um, yeah, and I think it's like even, four out of five. Yeah, and even with um, even with their win last week, they are eliminated. So the Packers are playing for the playoffs. The Bears are playing probably to or for Justin Fields just to leave his la- his final positive impression on the fan base and ownership. Um, 
I think that the Bears win this game. Um, I think that they have enough to win the game and to show kind of the the this rivalry that they're not going to roll over. Um, and then so the Packers would then be eliminated and someone else would get in. According to my uh, predictions, I believe it would be the Seahawks. But uh, this is a big game. Um, I I don't know. What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, so I'm going to let Zay go last because obviously he's our resident Packer fan. Um, oh, right, right. I'm going to roll with the Packers reluctantly. I think Chicago is going to put up a great game. I think that it's going to be one of those high-scoring games. I think the over-under on it is either 44 or 45. I think it's going to go over. I think Justin Fields is going to go out and ball. Uh, Packers defense has been a little weak the past couple weeks. Bears defense has been stronger as the year has gone on, but I think Jordan Love is going to pull out some of that magic and he's going to will them to the playoffs. It's pretty much a win and end scenario for them. So I'll go, I'll go with the Packers. It's going to be a tight game, but I think at the end of the day, Jordan Love is going to do what he has to do and propel this team to the playoffs and kind of avoid what they dealt with last season in a win-and-end game with Detroit. It's pretty much the same exact game, different divisional opponent. Mm-hmm. But I think they're going to end up pulling it out because they own the Bears pretty much for the past, what? Zay, you can speak to it better, but I think past decade, if not more. Um, I know we have a winning record in the past decade, but since Matt LaFleur is the, the coach, we haven't lost to the Bears. Exactly. Okay. Cool. Point proven. Yeah. So I'll be I'll be quick before passing on as I uh, I agree. I think it's I think it's Packers in this one. They're in their own win streak right now. Two games, just like the Bears. So both of them coming in, um, seeming to be in a bit of a groove. I think the Packers will just edge them out. I think to VJ's point, yeah, it will kind of be one of those close and actually a good game. Um, despite not being, you know, say marquee kind of teams or particularly uh, loaded teams when it comes to talent. But I think um, ultimately Matt LaFleur will, yeah, prove why he has that undefeated record against the Bears and they'll pick him apart and ultimately get the win. I think it's going to be an ugly game. I don't like Chicago coming into our into Lambeau as the last game of the year, but I also don't have much faith in Justin Fields as a quarterback. I think what he's done over the last few weeks is use his legs really well. I don't think he's put the ball in the air that well. And that's where I think we've done a really good job on defense is stopping him from um, using his legs. I think when you look at our defense, especially the last you know, a couple of years, they've done decently well against the pass. It's really been the fourth quarter this year that's killed us. Um, or excuse me, against these, you know, running quarterbacks. And I, I don't see Justin Fields going in and having his way with our defense. Um, but I do think it's an ugly game. I think that we probably edge them out. I just think Justin, or uh, Jordan Love, excuse me, has 
he's played really well in these last few weeks. Even in the losses, he's played fairly well. You know, a few turnovers here and there, but I do think we pull out the win. I just, I don't, I think it's going to be an ugly, fought-out game. And I don't think Justin Fields plays well. I actually think that he plays pretty poorly because I think now the expectation of him playing well is finally back. Like, oh, they've got a couple of wins. Now he has to perform because this is a game, you know, kind of like a career game for him where it's like, well, if he plays really well, they probably won't draft that, you know, Caleb Williams, number one, or whoever it may may be number one. Yeah. He plays poorly. It is very much that situation where, like, now they may have to look at drafting a guy. Yeah, it's pretty much like the maximum audition tape. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is a, a huge game for him, and I don't. I don't love him in that position, and I think Green Bay typically plays well, despite how how they've been this season. And I know last year they they lost to Detroit, but I think that there's a lot of youth, whereas last year we were kind of going off of guys that had been on the roster for a few years, and now it's been a lot of young guys, like really core young guys that have just stepped up to play really well, and I think that'll carry us in into this last week. Yeah, so, and we'll, we'll, I mean, we'll go from the second biggest game of the week to the first biggest game of the week. Miami and Buffalo playing for the division title in Miami. Give me your thoughts, guys. Whoever wants to go. Yeah, I think that um, Dolphins are off of a pretty embarrassing loss and. The Bills have won what, like the past four or five games they've played after some turmoil early on. So the Bills need this game um, in the AFC. Um, and the Dolphins, I, I think, I still think they have something to prove. They, they didn't beat the Bills earlier in the year. Uh, it's a tough matchup for them. They're two kind of, uh, like the Bills are Josh Allen centric, the Dolphins are more. Let's get the ball in the hands of A Chan and and Hill and Waddle. Um, with all the pre snap motion. Uh, and but you know they kind of have their identity, whereas the Bills have transitioned more into okay, we can give James Cook the ball, um, twenty five times a game. And be multi. Uh, we can we can attack a defense differently. So and also Dolphins with with Bradley Chubb getting hurt, uh, kind of a big blow. So at this point, um, I, I think the Dolphins are are more of a uh, a wild card team. That being said, I think they win this game and keep the Bills out of the playoffs. I think there's some bad juju in that. Uh, Buffalo locker room and I don't think where they kind of how they operate is sustainable even though this is probably like you know a lot of people think this is like the final year in their Super Bowl window um, I'm, I'm going to say that that's spoiled and the Dolphins win, the divi- win this game and win the division You want to go ahead, Zay? Or you want me? No. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, so I have 
I won't say I've completely lost faith, but I'm definitely close to it when it comes to the Bills. Um, this is a huge game. Uh, I think in particular, well, for both sides, really, um, even even though the Dolphins have already clinched, it's important because Tua needs to show that after following a, a, a strong and healthy, fully healthy season, that this is a level of play that he can maintain in the big situations. Um, and that would only be complemented by a deep playoff run. Uh, because I think even as good as he's been this year and the flashes that he's shown last year, he hasn't necessarily shown that he's earned max kind of money. So he's got something to prove on that end. I think Mike McDaniel is is pretty secure. I don't think his, you know, his position is in jeopardy or anything like that, um, even with a loss. But I think, you know, it, it's it's encouraging what he to a reek, waddle, et cetera, you know, and, and company can do going forward. But Tua does need to play well. On Buffalo side of it, it is it's big for both Josh Allen and Sean McDermott. More so for Sean McDermott because they're not moving on from Josh Allen. That's just not happening. He's a top five at worst quarterback in the league. Honestly, it's probably top three, and he he's maybe three. And when Burrow is healthy and on it, um, so it's big for both of them because, to Matt's point, their window does seem like it's closing because the AFC isn't going to get any weaker over the next five years. 10 years um, with the current talent as it is. So it is a big pressure game for them. Um, I tend to lean on because of that. I think the bills come out with some aggression um, and I think they cap off what's been honestly a second half that should have looked like the whole season. I think they cap that off um, and finish strong and they win this game to make the playoffs um, because if they don't, they need a lot of they need a couple different scenarios to work out in their favor. And I think it's like uh, they need a Steelers loss or a tie with the Ravens. Um, I think they need like a Jacksonville loss or a tie or something like that. And a couple other scenarios, maybe. Um, so, yeah, they have been clinched. So they need to win this game. I think they will. Um, they've been they've been on a tear lately. Um, and I think Josh Allen will maybe start to work his way back into good favor with me with a little bit of showing that he is that guy because he can be. And as of late, I think he's done what has needed to be done to win games, even if it doesn't mean, you know, the the crazy stats, the four touchdowns, 300, 400 yards or whatever. Um, I think they'll find a way to win. I am going to second that. I think Buffalo – I, I think Buffalo is the better team. I know Miami has the the edge in the record, but I, I do think that watching Miami play against some of the better teams in the league, they just really haven't played that well. I know they beat Dallas, but Miami and Dallas, to me, are it's very similar. And they just they know how to win against bad teams, but when they play someone good, it's like a completely different team. And then, like you said, Matt, with no Bradley Chubb, I think that's a huge hit to the defense. Um I just think that the trenches will, on the defensive side of the ball for them, I think that their defense isn't going to be be able to hold up against this Buffalo offense, especially now that they finally have James Cook rolling. And then on the flip side of that, I think the offense has become somewhat predictable. I think early in the year, they were able to do all that motion and get these guys, you know, over the top of their coverages to get them these 
you know, easy touchdowns for Tua. And I think now that teams are starting to make him work his way up the field, they just really struggled with that. And I, I don't like Tua in this spot because I he's very kind of Kirk Cousins, Dak Prescott-esque, where we've seen, like, these guys just play well in parts, but then when you need them to really put a good performance together, they just haven't been able to do it. Yeah, and, I mean, from from my standpoint, I think the Bills are going to take it. I think they're going to come out more hungry. Bradley Chubb is out. I'm pretty sure Jalen Waddle is going to be out for this game as well, yeah. which is a huge, huge loss for them. So Buffalo's going to come out. I think Josh Allen's going to ball, and – it's going to be a tight game regardless. It's in Miami, so I feel like all the games that are in Miami against divisional opponents are always really tight, whether it be the Patriots, Dolphins, like any of them, really. Um, so I'll take the Bills with this one. Um, I think they're going to get that number two seed, make a little deep run, and um, I feel like the Dolphins are just going to kind of be that team that always has a great regular season, but once it gets to the playoffs, they just kind of hit that wall. I don't know if it's because teams figure them out, like Zay was saying, or they run out of gas. I'm I'm not sure what it is. I, I tend to lean more towards Zay's opinion. Um, I think it's a lot easier to figure out. Once you figure out their emotions and what they're trying to do, I think you can figure out their offense a little bit better. So I'm going to roll with the Bills. Um, not just because I love Josh Allen. I do. I want him to win a Super Bowl. But uh, I, I think they're going to be the better team on Sunday. They're going to lock up that number two seed. And uh, I'm really hoping for a uh, Buffalo-Kansas City uh, semifinal matchup. That's what I'm hoping for. All right. I'm the only one that went with the Dolphins here. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and model is questionable as lo- as well as Raheem Mostert. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Raheem Mostert. I knew, I I knew he was going to be out too. And so, yeah. Yeah. For anyone, uh, if this goes airs video wise, I I had a sneeze coming, and <laughs> I knew it wasn't going to happen because I'm on video, and I lost it. Kind of got in my own head with my own sneeze. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I guess we wrapped uh, those playoff implication games. And BJ, I think you wanted to to close out with a, uh, a historical fact here. Yeah, guys. So just to close out, um, so this day in sports history, Don Shula retired, nineteen ninety six. Significant fact about him: he was the head coach for the only undefeated team in NFL history, the nineteen seventy two Miami Dolphins. Close it out by winning the Super Bowl against the formerly known Redskins. So, a lot of history right there. A lot of years of coaching. Uh, congrats, Don Shula. <laughs> but, uh, hey, it was good talking with the fellas. I hope you guys have a great night. And uh, we'll be back soon to bring you guys some more uh, some more news. Yes, sir. Awesome. Love it. Thanks, Take everybody. Easy,